Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. We can't hear another episode of Coach or Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have with us Dolly Stearns with Align Up Coaching. Welcome, Dolly. Thanks so much for having me, Lee. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Align Up Coaching. How are you serving folks? I am specializing in working with leaders, entrepreneurs, teams, those who are wanting to move from stuck to success faster and also hit their goals and do it with balance, which seems to be a hot ticket right now. So what's your backstory? How'd you get into coaching? Oh my gosh. I have had an almost 20 year career in direct sales and have the the blessing and opportunity to work with some amazing coaches throughout that time and um, just got inspired with how they helped to motivate and make things clear for me and thought, oh my goodness, could I do this in a broader way and serve more people uh, by transitioning into becoming a successful leadership coach. And so this has been one of the most rewarding periods of my life working with clients in this way. So, um, Talk about what it's like to work with you. What is the challenge that this individual is having? Like, like you mentioned, being stuck. Are they just frustrated? Like, what are kind of some of the symptoms of stuck? Like, what does stuck look like for someone? Yes, what does stuck look like? That is a fantastic question. So the theme that I'm hearing right now is that so many people are trying to juggle not just their business, because we know life isn't just about our business. We have other hats that we're wearing. So being a parent, being a spouse, having endeavors outside of work, and how do we make all of those things work and come together and serve our bigger business? vision for our life. And so stuck is looking like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm putting all of my eggs in this basket and I have nothing left to bring to the table for family and friends and this, this bigger idea of what I want my life to be like. So how do I balance it and still be successful in the areas that are important to me? So stuck seems to be the big word that I'm hearing right now. And it does look different for everybody. So now when you were pre-coaching, uh, and then when you say, you know what, I'm going to be a coach, that mental shift of, you know, taking on that responsibility, how did you kind of go about coming up with this? Um, I don't know if it's a philosophy or if it's a, stra- a strategy or some of the tenets of how you were going to deliver this coaching. Like, how did you build the coaching program? That is a fantastic question. So I think a lot of it taking from my own experience. So initially started working with a lot of women because that was the field that I was working in. And especially coming into the pandemic where people were having to put multiple hats on kids are at home, families at home. And so using that as the launching pad to really acknowledge and validate what it was that they had going on with trying to be all things to all people. So as I was stepping into really focusing on full-time coaching, I thought, what is the thing that people feel like they're not getting right now? One of them was, I feel like I'm not being able to be successful in any lane. And so 
really stepping up to be that person to acknowledge what it was that they were struggling with to let them know that I was hearing them because that was something I felt as a, a single mom for so long trying to build a business. It's like, I don't have any connection. Nobody's hearing what's really going on with me. So bringing that into my coaching and making sure that that's the very first thing that we cover is, oh my gosh, I hear you. And while my experience may not be exactly like yours, it makes total sense that you're having this feeling of feeling stuck or you're having this feeling of feeling frustrated. And so by doing that acknowledgement at the front and making sure that they really know that I am hearing what's going on with them, it really paves the way for us to do some significant work together to find out what's important to them and help move them closer to that goal. Um, Do you find that a lot of times your clients are kind of self-sabotaging themselves or they're not aiming high enough? They're kind of settling. Like what are you, is there a thread of kind of common challenges that you see when you're working with folks? So self-sabotage, that is definitely something that I'm hearing. And it's, it's not even so much that, you know, they're making conscious decisions to do that. It's really unconscious. There's a dialogue that's often happening in their head. That's, it's almost like poking the balloon and watching the air come out of these goals that they have, because the voice can be so loud in their head. I refer to it kind of like having Darth Vader in one side of your head telling you, nope, this is too big. Nope, you shouldn't go after that. Here, let me show you all the evidence of why this isn't going to work or you're not good enough. And so I focus on um, supporting them to tune in more to the sage, that Yoda part of their head. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it really does make such a difference. And to be able to almost put imagery and be able to label it helps them to start differentiating it, especially differentiating it from who they are. So now it's, oh my gosh, this, you know, saboteur in my head is saying X, Y, Z versus this is who I am. And then once that kind of uh, aha moment happens, then things become a lot clearer, right? Then the next step becomes a lot more obvious. Yes. And we, we often, when I'm working with a client, check in with their elder wiser self. So when we are in those moments of stuck or, oh my gosh, I don't know the choice to make, or um, it seems like I have so many options, then it becomes, okay, so if you were to sit down with your elder wiser self at the end of your life and have a conversation about what's important about this moment right now, what would your elder wiser self say? And most often we know, and sometimes it's that we know, but we're afraid to act. And so we, again, go back to that elder wiser self. What are they going to say is important about what you need to do right now. And I operate from the position that my client really knows the best answer for themselves. Most of the time, it's not that they don't know what to do. There's something in the middle. And so by really touching base with their elder wiser self, it helps them to get unstuck and start moving forward. There's a lot of clarity that happens around that. Now, when a person is kind of looking at it from the perspective of how they want the story to end, and I'm guessing that's what that elder wiser self is telling them, right? Like if you want to achieve this, this is how the story can end. If you want it to end this way, Um, then they know kind of, then they can see what the end looks like and then they can see what the step before the end looks like. And then it kind of draws a path for them where they are today to start, kind of working towards that end goal? Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's kind of like the carrot versus the stick. So if you can identify how you want the story to end, it does, you said it, it pulls them forward, um, which is a whole different energy than the stick, which is, 
you know, the pushing and trying to get away from the thing that's going to be painful. And so, you know, the stick will work, it'll get you to where you want to go, but the peace and the happiness and the balance that somebody's looking for along the way may not happen. Whereas if we're operating from this being pulled to this amazing thing, pulled to how we want the story to end, you can have both the goal and the achievement and the mastery and the peace and the joy and the balance along the way. And who doesn't want that as their journey? Um, I think everybody wants that, but there's sometimes for folks, there's a fear or something they're afraid of that might be causing kind of this paralysis where they're afraid to take that next move. And that next move might be a scary next move, then it could be difficult, but it could be something that they can it'll kind of reveal that maybe that isn't really what they want or that they feel deep down that they're not good enough to, to take that next step. Like fear kind of um, rears its head in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. And it prevents them from taking the action they, they say they want at least. That's true. Absolutely. And so the question becomes, you know, if you don't move forward with this, right? So we want to look at all the pieces. So if you don't move forward, what's the cost? Like really, what's the cost to you? And are you okay with that? Because sometimes we're like, all right, well, maybe it wasn't as important. And then the other side of the coin is, you know, what are going to be the benefits? And sometimes it's as simple as, so once they've identified, you know, the cost is higher than I want to pay, I can see the benefits are going to be amazing. Then the question can become, what do you need to believe in order to move just, just a moment forward, just the next best step. What do you need to believe? And, and so sometimes we're taking little incremental steps. It's not always about the big leaps. It's about those incremental steps. And, um, you know, how can you, how can you be confident in knowing that this next step is going to take you to the next thing and the next thing, and also be okay with, if you need to take the side road, because sometimes that happens. Like, how many of us have set a goal for ourselves? And then we're like about halfway there. And we're like, Hmm, I don't know if this is exactly the way I want it to look. And so what do we need to be okay with to, to take a little bit of a detour? I know I've experienced that in my life and with so many of my clients, they've experienced that as well. So what do we need to believe and, and what do we need to know to be okay with, with making the sidestep? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite books is called the obstacle is the way and a lot of people try to spend their life avoiding obstacles. But if you just realize that obstacles are just part of your journey and that going around them or over or under them or through them is just part of the journey and not kind of use them as an excuse or as an insurmountable hurdle, you'll find that the journey, you do, like you said, just take that next step. What are you going to do in one second from now? Just incrementally just improve a little bit and then you know, amazing things can happen. Yes. Yes. And you know, a lot of another word that comes up a lot between stuck is stress, right? So I'm feeling stressed about this decision or stressed about this thing that's happened. And that the thing is, and this is such a bigger concept, even I have to like sit with it for a minute is that stress is created either by thinking of things that are coming, the potential things that are coming or things that have happened. It's really not about being in the moment. So if we can just recognize that really, yes, we can pre-plan for things that are coming, but we're really just in this moment. So how do we want to experience this moment and um, those obstacles that could happen? Absolutely, they could. But if we're going to make up stories, (laughs) 
why don't we make up some good ones too, as opposed to the, oh my gosh, this obstacle is going to be so big, I can't surmount it. Yes, that could be true. And what's the and? What are some other possibilities? Now, do you find that, I don't know if this is just a human nature thing, but when people imagine a future, a lot of times they go negative and they think about all the negative ramifications of it and they don't kind of play out all the positive uh, outcomes. Is that something that you see in folks you work with? Yes, I think I think you've hit it on the head with that as that human nature thing. And I think that goes back to, you know, <laughs> caveman days where, oh my gosh, if I wasn't planning on this worst case scenario, I, I would you know, get eaten by the lion kind of a thing, you know, that bush rustling over there, it's got to be something bad on the other side of it. And I don't think that we've necessarily, you know, developed over time sometimes to recognize that that rustling of the bushes, yes, it could be the lion, it could also be a lot of other things. And so I think it's a protection mechanism. And that can make life feel hard. It can make our life experience hard, not just for ourselves, but the the people who are closest to us. And it feels like a struggle. And so I think one of the things that I love doing is exploring all, you know, the, the possibilities, not even all of the possibilities, because we don't know what all the possibilities are, but inviting somebody to go, okay, yes, this could be it. And what else could it be? And what else could it be? And when I have a client who gets stuck, it's one of my favorite things to do is to say, I want you to think of the most ridiculous thing that this could mean, because that really helps to get us unstuck. And then, you know, we've lightened the mood and we're laughing and um, exploring all of the possibilities and not evaluating, you know, is that really possible, but just what could it be? And, and it really creating this large list of possibilities and then choosing the one or two that allows us to move forward as opposed to, well, it's got to be the worst case scenario. It could, and it could be something else. Now in your practice, um, how important is kind of building this community of entrepreneurs and leaders? Is that part of what you offer the people that you work with, that this is kind of a safe place for folks that are like-minded to get together and really help each other get to the, to get to a new level? Yes, actually. Um, so I do a lot of one-on-one work and I also do a lot of group work and I love the group work because we have so much more in common than not. And so it does provide that safe space of knowing that, oh my gosh, somebody else might be experiencing this. And then everybody gets to bring their collective wisdom to the table in a safe environment where things are held sacred and they can be just 10% more vulnerable. And that 10% more vulnerable is how relationships and trust is built. And so I love the collaboration because I learn in the process as well. And I am the consummate student. Um, But it just, it creates a connection and a thread where I think we're not feeling so isolated. And as entrepreneurs and leaders, often it can feel isolating, like we're on this path by ourselves. And so to bring people together in a group um, where they're recognizing, oh my gosh, somebody else is walking the same road as I am, or somebody's gone through this thing and they're on the other side. And what's the wisdom that I can take from what they have going on? So um, I think there's a time and place for both one-on-one and for group collaboration. And it's exciting for both of those pieces. Now, um, if somebody wants to learn more and have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what is the website? 
um, they can go to www.alineup, A-L-I-G-N-U-P-Now.com. And if they put forward slash free, they can set up a uh, 90-minute discovery and coaching call with me. I'd love to collaborate. Wow, that's very generous. 90 minutes to really kind of dig in there and see if there's some help you can give somebody or to just see if it's a right fit. That is very generous. Oh, thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. And uh, I so appreciate the time with you. My pleasure. And uh, one more time, it's a lineupnow.com is a website, A-L-I-G-N-U-P now.com and if you do slash uh, forward slash free uh, you can get on dolly's calendar thank you again dolly for sharing your story you're doing important work and we appreciate you thanks lee all right this is lee Cantor. we'll see you all next time on coach the coach radio 